I'd like to thank the Lord for the privilege of being in his house again. Uh, it feels good to be here. It's good to be home. Uh, we had a good trip down south and enjoyed the services we got to be in down there. And uh, I could feel people praying for me. And I just, I just want to thank everybody for your prayers. And then we got to uh, listen uh, on the live stream. We listened to replays of the services here Sunday morning and Sunday night. And they blessed my heart and Linda's heart. We just were thrilled by the services and the preaching and the singing, and it just blessed us real good. And so uh, and then I'll share this, and we'll not take too long. Then Monday night we went to uh, Beach Bottom Baptist Church where Wayland Hunter's a pastor and Mark Hunter's over there in Revival and uh, was in a, a spiritual meeting over there. And then last night, uh, Mark, he texted me this morning. I didn't go last night, but Mark texted me this morning. Last night they had one saved and one joined church. And so... I thank the Lord, and, and as good a time as I had down there, I've been anxious to come home, and I'm thrilled to be here tonight, and I'm looking forward uh, in this service to somebody getting saved. And uh, so I, I want to read a scripture. We use it a lot, but it's one that come on my heart to share tonight and open it up. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And, of course, this is the words of Jesus. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now I want to say again, I appreciate every visitor we've got. I'm glad to have you. And i uh, got a prayer request, and I know we don't uh, have our uh, congregational prayer till later, but I want to tell you right now, so I sure don't forget it, I got a call from Pastor Chris Page just a little bit before church, and then I put it on the one call in case you heard that. But... Uh, our friend and uh, brother Danny Mason had a major stroke, and uh, he's in very critical condition, non-responsive. And uh, so Chris said, please. Uh, and then there was somebody else called from over there and said, please have your church pray for him and pray for his family. So certainly please do that. So anyway, it's good to be here tonight. If you'd like to stand for a moment, we'll have a word of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for your tender mercies and God, how good you are to us, and uh, Lord, you're just such a wonderful God, and you bless us so much, and uh, God, we thank you for all your grace and mercy, and God, we just ask you to help Brother Danny, uh, God, please help him, and God, please help and bless this service tonight, God, uh, Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit might move with great power, and there might be conviction to speak to people's hearts that's lost, Lord, our hearts is ours to see somebody get saved tonight, and God, we pray for this service, whatever we're doing that we might be in the center of your will. You might help us and help us have power, help us to worship you in spirit and in truth. God, we ask you and praise you in Jesus' name. And amen. You may be seated. we turn over to the choir. Brother Taylor. Page 30. <laughs>
thankful to be here tonight. I was sitting there thinking, in in any other situation, it would it'd be easy for me to get up in front of a crowd and put on a show. But when it comes to this, this is serious business. It scares me to death. This time we'll ask everyone, if you would, to stand. <clears throat> we'll ask who's got an unspoken prayer request. I think pretty much everybody does. Uh, I've got a lot in my life needs prayed for. Uh, anybody got a spoken request? that stroke it sounds real bad and uh, let's lift him up to the Lord and uh, uh, please pray for this service tonight that God would give us conviction and give us a great powerful spirit to speak to people's hearts uh, we'd like to see somebody get saved tonight Amen. and I'll also add uh, I've got some people on my heart that I got acquainted more with uh, this past weekend from down in Providence and I'd like uh, Everybody pray for them too. Remember those. She's been having some back and legs problems. Max. Somebody else got a request. else not we'll ask brother Ryan to lead us in prayer
got a song or a testimony on her heart this evening. Got a pretty good crowd this evening. Somebody, surely somebody's got a song or a testimony. I was thinking, laying in bed this morning when I got off work, come home, went to bed. I was laying there and I started thinking about the uh, the wild man that Jesus come over and found him running naked through the tombs and howling and cutting himself and, and I love that story just for the just for the the basis of it. But today I got to thinking when the people come out of the town and come out there and, and they found him. Bible says that man was sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. Where did he get them clothes? Uh, that's that's kind of got me baffled. But but the point is, he was clothed and in his right mind. What a difference from the last time those people from that town seen him. And then I thought. When Jesus got ready to get back on the boat, that fellow wanted to go with him. And Jesus said, no, I need you to stay here. There's a lot of times I'd like to go on home. But Jesus said, I need you to stay here. Somebody here needs help. I just want to do the best I can to help them. Somebody else got a song or testimony. too long, but I want to give plenty of chance. Nobody's got anything. We'll turn over to our pastor. I sure appreciate the choir singing and appreciate the opening up service. And we, um, like Jay, we got a good crowd. I appreciate the crowd. And uh, when I watched the Sunday services on the live stream, Sunday morning and Sunday night, I was touched and impressed by the crowd. I felt like people responded and come out real good, and they just blessed my heart. And I, I just I appreciate people making that effort. And so it's real good to be here tonight and, and appreciate the, the, everybody's here. Now, let me ask again. I appreciate Brother 
Jay asked, gave plenty of time, but I just feel like asking again. Does anybody have a song on your heart? If God's wanting you to sing a song, uh, uh, by all means, do that. Please do that if God's giving you a song. Testimony, you can do either thing, sing or testify. I'm not trying to delay the service. I'm just trying to give you plenty of time. And I mentioned already our visitors, and I want to mention again our preaching brothers that you're tonight, Brother Charles and Brother Dan, and uh, they just blessed my heart. And uh, uh, I recognize them as uh, God's men, and, and they're willing uh, to drive a long ways to be with people and help people. And I appreciate these preachers. And uh, it's my uh, want to... Uh, to recognize our visiting preachers especially. I like to recognize our fellows that are here in-house with us all the time. But I extra special like to recognize uh, our visiting preaching brother. And uh, most uh, normally uh, would try to get him to preach, but I can't. I'm going to have to preach myself. I'm going to have to be selfish with it. And uh, these fellows don't care. It's no offense to them if I preach, but uh, I've just uh, had a scripture on my heart for a few days. I actually thought I was going to use it uh, uh, Sunday night at uh, Providence, but uh, God changed my mind, and uh, it's uh, gotten heavier on my heart every bit since then. And so you just pray real hard. And uh, I want you to look with me in the scriptures, if you would, uh, to the fifth chapter of the book of St. John. And... Uh, We'll start reading there in a minute, but I want to talk about the end of the fourth chapter uh, here to start with. Uh, Jesus was in Cana of Galilee, and I'll just tell you the story in my own words. There was a, a nobleman came up to him, and he said, Lord, come with me. My son's about to die. Uh, come with me. And uh, Jesus said to the nobleman, he said, thy son liveth. Your son's alive. In other words, he said, he's going to be okay. Well, the man accepted that by faith. He believed that. And that's important when, when, when the Lord tells us something, we need to believe it. And uh, so he started on back home. And the servants came out and met him. And uh, they said, Master, uh, your son's alive. And he said, what time did he get better? <laughs> and uh, I thought, boy, I, I think I would have done that same thing. He said, what time? He said, about the seventh hour. He said, that's when Jesus told me to be okay. And so, you know, that just he already knew it, but that verified it. Well, then, so after that, Jesus left Cana of Galilee, and he made a journey, and he come down to Jerusalem. And here we start in chapter 5. Now, see, Jesus went about doing good. Wherever he's at, he had something good to do. Now, I'm telling you what, he's here tonight because I can feel him, and he's got something good to do. And uh, uh, he loves us. He wants to do something good for us. If you're lost here tonight, he wants to save your soul. And so down here in chapter 5, it says, uh, and just really pray. After this, uh, and that was after he'd been down to Galilee. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And now, now there were certain feasts that uh, uh, the males in uh, Jerusalem, it was their uh, job to go down there uh, to Jerusalem uh, and check in, you might say, or pay tribute. And so, anyway, Jesus, he followed all the rules that they had. Uh, he wouldn't had to follow any of them. But he didn't break a one of them. And so I said, and so now I said, uh, this was a feast of the Jews. Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem 
by the sheep market a pool which in the Hebrew tongue, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool, troubled the water. Whosoever first then, after the troubling of the water, stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity of thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lying, knew that he'd uh, been now a long time in that case, he saith to him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith to him, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. Now I want you to really pray. I want you to think about this uh, place down here. It said there was a sheep market. Now uh, in the, uh, the Hebrew or the Greek, uh, this uh, sheep, the word that was translated sheep market uh, is also uh, translated uh, sheep gate. And uh, there was a, a place on the side of the, the town down there, a way you could come in through the wall. It was a sheep gate. Well, what's that, preacher? Well, it was a gate. It was traveled by a lot of people. Well, why was it called a sheep gate? If you were going to bring a sheep into town, uh, that's the gate it's supposed to come through. And uh, when they bring the sheep down into the sheep gate, why, uh, well, why would they bring sheep into town? Well, back under the law, uh, down at the, uh, at the temple, uh, they had a place where they offered burnt offerings. And a lot of times the offering they offered was a sheep. And so if they'd uh, bring a sheep in, uh, they'd come uh, through the sheep gate or through the, uh, through the, by the sheep market. And also said there's a pool down there. Uh, well, uh, I'm telling you, uh, when they brought the sheep in and they was going to offer them, uh, they need to clean them up. And uh, so uh, they'd bring them down to the sheep pool and they'd clean them up down there. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, kind of reminds me, uh, one time uh, I come in uh, and I'm telling you what, uh, I, I'm glad I got cleaned up. And, but I want you to uh, pray with me. Uh, we'll say a few things about this and uh, we'll get on down to that man that was down there that had the infirmity 38 years. Uh, this word Bethesda, uh, I, you know I like the definitions of words. Uh, this word Bethesda, uh, it means uh, this. It's got two definitions to it. It means a house of grace and mercy. Uh, boy, you think about that. Uh, you come through the uh, sheep gate uh, and there's a pool down there uh, that's called the house of grace and mercy. I'm telling you what, Brother Dan, uh, one time uh, I come to the sheep gate and I was able to come uh, to the place of house, uh, the house of grace and mercy. Uh, it's got another uh, definition, Brother Ray. Uh, it means uh, a flowing river. Uh, boy, I'm telling you what, uh, there's a river of life uh, that flows uh, through the heart of the grand old church uh, where the sheep can come in at. Uh, and I'm telling you what, when you come where that river's flowing, uh, it's uh, got grace and mercy there. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, there's plenty of it. And so, uh, listen, uh, praise God uh, when uh, Jesus uh, was here. Uh, uh, you know what he was? Uh, well, what was he, preacher? Uh, he was the sheep. He was a lamb. Uh, when John the Baptist, uh, when he saw him out there, John had been down there baptized. As far as I can read in the scripture, John had never laid physical eyes on Jesus at this time. And he saw Jesus coming up the road. Uh, boy, he just kind of lit John up. He said, Behold, the Lamb of God uh, that taketh away the sin of the world. Uh, praise God. Uh, well, let's go to another place. Back in the old scripture, uh, God had blessed Abraham to have a son of promise. His name was Isaac. After he had him a while, he said, Abraham, 
I want to show you a place to go. I want you to take your boy. I'm putting this in my word. I want you to take your boy up on the mountain, and I want you to sacrifice him to me. Well, uh, he went in his service and the boy, and he took out. He said, son, uh, come on up here on the mountaintop with me. Uh, Brother Mike, I can't imagine uh, what kind of a spot Abraham was in, but he was following the Lord. They started up the mountain, and Isaac said, uh, Dad, he said, we got the fire. Uh, we've got the wood uh, uh, for a burnt offering. But he said, where's the lamb at? Uh, well, uh, I want you to know, uh, I like what Abraham said. Uh, he said, son, he said, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. Now, I want to uh, focus on that real good. Uh, he didn't say God will provide for himself a lamb. He didn't say it like that. He said, God will provide himself a lamb. What's he talking about? He provided himself, which was Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ is part of the Godhead. He was provided as a lamb. Whoa, God was saying, uh, you don't have to sacrifice your son Abraham because I'm going to sacrifice mine. He's going to die. So, whoo, boy, I'm glad I'm at Lima Missionary Baptist Church tonight. Somebody needs to get saved. Uh, well, praise God uh, for the Lamb of God. Let me tell you something else. Uh, uh, Jesus, uh, this is so interesting to me. Uh, I just learned this recently. Uh, some of this when I was studying this. Uh, I've used this scripture before, but God just opened up a few things that blessed me. And I, I, I'm glad he's letting me convey some of them to you. Just a short uh, spell, just a, a short distance outside of the sheep gates, uh, there was a place called Golgotha. Now, they've that's the route Jesus took when he went out of the city and he was crucified outside the city. Uh, over in the uh, 10th chapter of the book of Hebrews, uh, the 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th verses, it talks about uh, uh, the animals uh, that they sacrificed back under the law, that they took them outside the city and burned them. He said, Jesus also, uh, uh, well, let me get this and read. I, I can't uh, tell it good enough. I can't quote it good enough. Uh, I just uh, need to uh, get at it and look at it. Let me let me. Pray real hard here. I want you to see if I can get this, if I can follow it. Well, just keep praying. I'll look at it here. Uh, well, look here. Okay, uh, this is in the 13th chapter and 11th verse. For the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are burned without the camp. Wherefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. Woo! Listen, let us also uh, go forth therefore with him without the camp, bearing his reproach. Let's take part in what Jesus did. Boy, I'm glad that I'm part of the family of God, and I'm glad Jesus suffered without the camp. Well, so now, uh, going back here uh, to where we read to you here about this place called Bethesda, this sheep market or this sheep gate and this pool. Uh, well, it had five porches. Uh, I better not get into the five porches. I need to move on to this. Maybe I'll get to that another time. Okay, anyway, while they were laying there, yeah, there was a great multitude of, of impotent folk. They were blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. Here's what happened. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool, troubled the waters. Uh, think about the place they were at, uh, by the sheep gate, uh, by the pool where the lambs were cleaned up. Boy, this got a lot of uh, significance in it. And so, and, uh, and when they went down there, uh, this man was laying there, it says in verse 6, when Jesus saw this man lie there, he'd been there 30 and 8 years, he, he knew that he'd been there a long time, and he said to them, wilt thou be made whole? Let me focus on that. Uh, 
Listen, wilt thou be made whole of all the things I've said tonight uh, in this message? Uh, no, no phrase is more important than the question Jesus asked. Wilt thou be made whole? What's he saying, preacher? Well, let me say it like this. Do you want to get saved? Uh, do you want to get saved? Uh, do you want uh, to have Jesus in your soul? Do you want to have uh, the assurance that you're not going to die and go to hell? Do you want to be saved? Do you want to have eternal life? Do you want to have Jesus? That's what Jesus was saying to this man. Will thou be made whole? Do you want to be made whole? Well, listen, this man, instead of just saying, yeah, Lord, it seemed like that's what he would have been wanting to say. You'd think he'd have said, yeah, make me whole. But instead he had some excuses. I'm not really criticizing this man because when I was lost, that's the way I acted. Uh, I said, I can't go. I'm too shy. <clears throat> I said, I can't go. Uh, I'd be too bashful. I said, I can't go. I won't know what. If I get up there, I wouldn't know what to say. People will make fun of me. I can't do it. I kept making excuses. Well, this man had some excuses. Listen to what he said. This man, he answered. He said, I have no man. Don't have anybody to help me. When the water is troubled, to put me in the pool. But while I'm coming, another steps down before me. Now, I'll tell you what the devil will tell people. He said, you're not strong enough. He might have told this man, you're not strong enough. And other folks, they're strong. They get in front of you. Hey, he might have said, you're not fast enough. Uh, you're not smart enough. The devil might have told him all those things. Uh, but I want you to know, uh, Jesus had the answer for it. This man down here, the infant man answered, I have no man when the water's trouble to put me in the pool. But when I'm coming, another step is down. <coughs> you pray real hard. Uh, maybe get this back on here. I'm struggling. Oh, this man gave you all excuses, and Jesus said, you can rise, uh, take up your bed and walk. You don't have to be a, a crippled invalid anymore. I'm preaching to you tonight. You don't have to be lost and on the way to hell anymore. You can get saved and go to heaven. You can have God uh, in your soul. Well, when Jesus told him, rise, take up your bed and walk, you know what happened? Immediately the man was made whole, and he took up his bed, and he walked on the same day. Well, listen, uh, I'm glad he didn't have to get on the installment plan. When Jesus said, rise, take up your bed and walk, I praise God. Uh, he didn't have to say, well, you do this, 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 and you might get it. What did he do? He rise, he got up his bed, and immediately he walked. Boy, I'm telling you what, that's enough preaching. Get your song ready. Somebody needs to get saved tonight. And if you're here and lost, you're on your way to hell. If you don't want to die and go to hell, <coughs> while we all stand, if you don't want to die and go to hell, uh, you don't have to. But here's what you need to do tonight. When Just in a minute, when we sing a song, I'm going to beg of you uh, to step out. Uh, come down here and let's pray, and you can get saved. I'm going to heaven, not because I'm a preacher, but I'm going, Roy, because I got one of 12 years old. I got saved. I got what this man got. Oh, you say, he healed his body. Well, he healed my soul. Listen tonight. Go ahead and sing when you get ready. <coughs> Somebody needs to come to Jesus. Please come. Please come. Please come right now. While God's calling. Now, not that I'm anything special. I don't mean that. But God gave me such a great burden. To make it home tonight, believing that I can see somebody get saved. And I believe God's wanting to save somebody. I can't do it, it's not me doing it. But if God speaks to your heart tonight, and you'll obey the Lord, that's the Lord doing.
Lord, come on now. Somebody needs to come. Please come. Come right now. You don't have to go away from here lost anymore. God might have called you before. He, he called me a few times before I got saved. And oh, I'd wrestle with it. And it seemed so hard. But when I come and got saved, it was worth it all. It was worth it all. Boy, church, you've, you've prayed real hard tonight. Keep praying. Somebody needs Jesus here tonight. Please, please come while the church is praying. While God's holy power, His Holy Spirit's calling. Please pray tonight. I believe you are. Well, I can feel you praying. I can feel God moving. God's here. Please obey the Lord. Please call on the Master tonight. Please call on the Master tonight. <coughs> Please obey. Let God have His way. You don't have to go away from your loss tonight. Please obey the Lord. Please come. Please come. Surely, surely. So please come. Well, I feel so strong that somebody needs to come. I want to beg you to come right now. If you've got somebody close by you that you've got confidence in, a good Christian, if it'll help you, get them by the hand. Say, will you go with me? <coughs> Ask them to pause just a minute. I'm not done with the invitation, but I just... I just wanted to pause a minute. I want to say a few things. I want to beg you. You don't have to make a speech if you come up here. Matter of fact, if you come and pray and don't want to say anything, if you want to just get up and go back to your seat, you can. If you come and God does something for you, well, it's nice if you'll say something about it. But we, it's not up to us to force you or pressure you or uh, uh, twist your arm, try to get you to do something. We just want to uh, beg the Lord to speak to you. When God speaks to you, that's up to you to answer that call. Somebody needs to come tonight. Listen. If you're here and you're not saved, the only thing that's going to help you feel better is to get saved. I remember when I was lost and I'd be in church, and I remember sometimes thinking, I wish they'd quit making that invitation. I'd think they've made it too long. They'll quit. And I'd think, I wish I could get out of here. I really thought that. That's, I know that's rude. But I think, I wish I could get out of here. I wish I could leave. And sometimes uh, when mom and dad start the church, I'd say, don't. Uh, don't take me. I said, uh, my buddies is down the way there, uh, down the street a little bit. They, they're playing baseball. Let, let me stay and play baseball, <clears throat> and uh, you can come back and get me when church is over. My dad said, now, son, that's not the way we do it. When it's church time, we go to church. I thank the Lord for parents that brought me to church. Dad, I thank the Lord for a God that loved me enough that he knocked at my heart. Even after I resisted him and I kind of turned him away, and I, I was hesitant and I was uh, faulty in the way I was doing things. Listen, uh, none of us is perfect. All of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Every one of us. But here's the point, and I keep getting back to this. This is the, the truth of the matter. If you're lost, you need to get saved if you want to go to heaven. And if you're going to get saved... You can't save yourself. You can't work it out. But you can make an effort to reach out to the Lord. He said, uh, he said draw nigh to me and I'll draw nigh to you. 
He said, seek and you shall find. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found and call ye upon him while he's near. Listen tonight. In just a minute, I'm going to ask him to sing another song. In just a minute. But, and and I, I want to tell you this, and maybe this will help you. I feel like telling it. The night I got saved, I was sitting in kind of toward the back of the church, and God was calling me. And in my mind, I said, I can't go. But I knew I was on the way to hell. And so even as a lost boy, I said, God, God, if you want me to go to altar and you're wanting to save me, help me be able to walk up there. And it's just like I felt the feeling come over me. Well, you can. God's helping you. I felt like God was there helping me. And he was. And I said, God, help me. And I took that first step. And, and I'll be honest with you. I remember that first step. And I remember how hard it seemed like it felt, Taylor. I can't remember the rest of the steps. I can't remember the rest of the steps. What I remember was when I felt myself at the altar. If you're here tonight, God can get you through that. Sing whenever you're ready. Somebody needs to come right now. Please come. Come on right now. Come on right now. Please, please, please. I'm just begging you. I love you and I'm begging you. I'm begging you with everything that within me is. Come to Jesus. I believe God's inviting you. If it was just me inviting you, it wouldn't amount to much. But I believe God's inviting you. When God's Holy Spirit's calling and inviting Boy, that's the time to come. Come, get in. Please come. Please come right now. Please come right here. While the Lord's calling, don't turn this great opportunity away. But come to Jesus. Come home. Come to eternal life. Come to your doorway into heaven. Jesus said, I'm the door. You can come in through him. He's calling. Come to Jesus. Come on. Let's get in. Please, God, help us. Please, God, help us. Please, Lord. Please, Lord, help us. Please, God. And, and if you're here, if you're saved already and we need, need to kind of get closer to the Lord or renew up or whatever you need to do, you can come too. Gladly, we'll, we'll be glad to pray with you and for you. Whatever people need to do, do it tonight. Somebody needs to do something. Please obey the Lord. If you're saved and you're not on fire for God, this would be a good night to get fired up. The Lord's here. God's power is here. Not because I come home. I come home because I wanted to be part of this. God laid it on my heart. It's God's doing, not mine. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Please come. Please come. Yeah, listen. Do you want to? Two, two questions. If you lost, do you want to go to heaven? Then obey the Lord. If you're saved, do you want to help somebody else come to Jesus? Obey the Lord. That's the key to it. Why, why would I stand back 
and withhold myself from obeying God when I could help somebody. Jesus said, He that's not with me is against me. He that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. Are you with him or not? Are you part of the gathering process? Are you in the or are you in the scattering bunch? You can be saved and be one of the scatterers. If you're gonna help somebody, you gotta obey the Lord and let your light shine. Please come. say just a few more words. I don't know for sure what I'll do then. Think about everything that's at stake. If you're a saved person, are you following God like you should? And if not, if you're not following God like you should, what good reason do you have? Well, preacher, you don't understand my circumstances. I can't follow God right now because I've got this in the way and I've got that in the way and I've got this, this other thing. It's, it's important. It's big. You couldn't expect me to give that up. Well, after all Jesus give up for me and you, I could expect you to give everything up for him. If you're saved and you really mean business, it's time to lay aside all that other stuff and follow Jesus, follow the Lord. And when people do that, big things happen and good things happen. And, and people say, well, I just can't see. It's not up to me to see what happens tomorrow. It's up to me to obey God today. If I'll obey God today, then if tomorrow comes, he'll help me obey him tomorrow. And so I declare, uh, I don't want to uh, drag the service or worry anybody, but I, my heart's so heavy tonight, and I just uh, I feel like there's people needs to come. I, I started, out, started out, my focus was almost completely on the lost, and it's still on the lost a lot. I, I've got a heavy burden for the lost. But then somewhere along the way, uh, God uh, gave me some more burden to speak to those that are here, that are saved, it's not where God wants you to be. Now, I want to say this also, and I say this every once in a while. If you're here tonight, and maybe, maybe what I've said doesn't seem to fit your case, and you say, well, maybe I'm here, or maybe I'm there. Uh, it's, it's possible to be in a spot where you don't know exactly what's the matter. I, I've been kind of like that, but I do know this. God knows what's the matter. And if you're here tonight, and you're not where you should be at the Lord, and you don't exactly know the matter, I'll tell you what, here's a good place to find out what the matter is and get it fixed. Let's sing one more song. Sing one more song. I declare God's calling so powerful, I'd hate to quit too quick. I'd hate to quit too quick. Somebody needing to come. Would you come? Come on, right now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on to the altar. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Would you just come on to Jesus tonight? If you're lost, come and be made one of the sheep. Yeah, be made one of the sheep. I'm one of his sheep tonight. Everybody's saved, one of his sheep. He's the head sheep, but I'm one of the sheep. And he's my shepherd. You can be one of the sheep of God tonight. Please come. Please come. Obey the Lord. Please come. Please come. Boy, I know God's calling. How you know, preacher? Well, I just feel it in my own heart. I can't, 
I cannot see what's in your heart and I cannot see what's in your mind. Not one speck. But God can and God does. And God's calling. Please come. Please come. Please come. Obey the Lord. Please come, children. Please come. Please come. Oh, Lamb of God, I come. That's as far as I feel like I'm permitted to go. You're good to be. Anybody got anything on their hearts? Any of you preachers got anything? You're welcome to come. If you feel like making an invitation or preaching or whatever you feel like doing, you're just welcome. You can be. I appreciate my preaching brothers. I lean on them a lot, and they're such a help to me. If anybody else got anything, song or testimony or anything on your heart to do, uh, mind the Lord. Mind the Lord. Anybody? Sure glad to be here tonight. I'm glad everybody's here that's here. And uh, still feel like God's calling somebody. We don't have to have a song for you to come to altar. You know, we've, I couldn't tell how many people we've had come to altar and get saved after church was dismissed. And we've had people got saved at home, so on. Just uh, Blaine, when he was a young, young fellow, got saved in the backyard. But don't put it off. Come while God's calling. I want to uh, tell you a couple things. God willing, I'm going to have baptizing Sunday morning. I want you to really pray about that. And uh, I talked to some folks, and they said they had some family coming with them. And I uh, said there was a number of them. And so it may be some of them uh, might be lost, and God might speak to them too. So well, let's really pray for that baptizing service Sunday morning. And uh, God willing, I'll be starting in revival uh, Sunday night down at Samaria Missionary Baptist Church. And I've asked uh, Brother Neil if he'll take your church for me Sunday night, and he said he'd be glad to do that. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate all our young preachers and how willing they are to help and do things. And uh, so remember all those things. Remember uh, Mike's uh, uncle's funeral, Harold Nichols. And uh, that's going to be uh, Friday uh, at 1 o'clock at uh, Childs and Son on uh, uh, Shawnee Road. And there will be two hours of viewing before the service will be from 11 to 1. And so please. Please pray for that service. And they've asked me to preach that funeral. I'm honored to do that. But pray that God will just give me a spirit and power uh, to preach uh, powerful, that it might touch and help somebody's heart and life. Anything else? Still see somebody come to altar in my imagination. Not, not literally, but in my heart. Still feel somebody coming. Nobody else got anything to say or do. No more now. So I'm going to ask Cooper to pray dismissal.